What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast uh, with myself, Alfie, Ollie. Yo. I mean, we've got a full house today. We've got Harry, we've got Buds, and we've got Mark in as well. Um, I think, believe that this is the first time we've had a full, full, uh, what, what would you call it? I guess the full, full, at, full, full attendance. Yeah, a full attendance for, well, since, since we've added everyone in, yeah. So, um, nice to have everyone here. Welcome too. back, Mark. Everyone remember Mark? Yeah. Hello. He's back. He's back. He's got his red background, feeling good. But Bards, I, w- I want to touch back on that five-a-side thing because we can't skip past that. That needs to happen at some point. We do need to play a five-a-side game. Oh, absolutely. Footy fetish um, five-a-side. I was about to say what would be called, but uh, <laughs> like, for itself. The footy um, fetish five. I reckon the fetish one would be the fetish word would be uh, banned from the tournament. Like, Sorry, can't use the word fetish. Like, oh. We'll just edge it to festish. Fish dish. Uh, fish dish. Yeah, like some kind of Czech, Re- Czech Republic word. Yeah, 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 we'll just yeah, be yeah. Our, um, our pro club's name, the Fetty Footish. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. But, um, but yeah, I mean, today we're going to go for a review. It's not your typical review that we do every week, guys. We normally go through all the games. We've uh, we only got an hour today. And as we thought, while we've got Mark, obviously Liverpool and Bards United, this would be a great chance to sort of delve into their... What's going on with them, guys? Obviously, United have been through quite a bit. Should we, should we start with this whole manager thing? Obviously, Oli's been uh, sacked. Um, Bards, how, how you feeling? I know you. Obviously... I think I was in mourning for about two, three days. I still slowly oh. am. Yeah, I mean, it is sad. I mean, I mean that interview sad, didn't help. Bro. Jesus Christ! Even I felt like I was bare sad after watching his like little interview after the uh, after the um, sacked. Look, something had to give. I'm not saying it didn't something had to give at the end like i don't know what was going on but it was sad like i didn't want it to end the way it ended i wanted it to work i was i was i was uh i was in like i was along for the ride you know i understand yeah his credentials can come into question absolutely yeah like (laughs) he was his credentials yeah you know he hadn't won anything i was like look i'll give him Credit, he has changed the club. I like I like the team. I hadn't enjoyed watching the team. I hadn't enjoyed being a fan for like a couple of seasons. It was frustrating. But he made it likeable again, you know? Mm. It was fun. It was exciting. We had like good results. We we played well. Like let's not forget we had great games against City, um, great games against Chelsea, mm-hmm. you know, like Great games against Liverpool, all, all yeah, of the big yeah, teams. We've yeah, had some, yeah, Tottenham, PSG, yeah. Like, those those results would never have come under a Mourinho before him, maybe a Van Gaal, but the style of football was terrible then. So it was just sad. It wasn't... There was obviously a realisation that this isn't going to work. However, I was in the belief that it could work this year. I thought we could at least get to the end of the season. Yeah, and like you know, maybe be second mate. You know, this year I wasn't expecting to win the title. I was expecting a title challenge. Now, that's you know, you could say, well, you know, you're a United fan. That's not the standards of the club. No, it's not. But I mean, from really- where we've been, from where we've been, I'd like the, I'd at least want the players to get the feeling of like a title charge, and then you know, kick on next year. I think bringing in Ronaldo changed all of that. And we'll probably get yeah. to that. But yeah, obviously we've been talking about that throughout the day on the group chat about Ronaldo. 
But oh, um, no. a, almost, I don't know, it's a weird one because he has won your games, but then there was also a bit, a bit of a hindrance on the squad. So, uh, but I wanted to ask, Apparently did you he's know? won all of their games. Yeah, he's won, I guess he has won. Well, according games. to Sam, he's won every single game. <laughs> um, he's not going for Golden Boot, though. Why would he? He doesn't play that position. Um, but no, I mean, uh, how, did you see that uh, Ollie being sacked after that Watford result? Oh, mate, absolutely. Like, I mean, it is, his position became untenable. And as I said, something had to give. And this is, the weird thing is, I don't, I don't know, it's hard. Like, he, he was sacked, but there there wasn't a lot of change. You know, Carrot comes straight in. Now, yeah. from what I've, like, heard, and obviously, you know, United fan, you're embroiled in all of what you read, and, you know, that's the news you specifically get. And... I have heard that Carrick and McKenna and wanted to do different things or they wanted to implement styles, but at the end of the day, Ollie was the one picking the team sheet. Yeah. Now that I slightly get. And so if if it that was the case that he was picking the team sheet, then maybe he did need to go because he wasn't picking the players off recommendations. Yeah. But then but, yeah, but then so, the last um, thing I go on. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. But you think about it in terms of like um other jobs you think like you you might go on with the manager you're quite happy to do what the manager tells you even if you think hang on like printers like working at a pub think right this is how we close this is how we serve people how the food to looks but you think mm, i personally i think it looks better this way but you know your manager tells you to do it whether you like them or not you do it mm -hmm. um so for instance carrick might have been thinking i think these midfielders should be playing this way or well, I think Van Der Beek should be playing more. But ultimately, it is, like we say, it's Ollie's decision. Exactly. And just, I mean, just, some people are saying, like, because he works under Ollie, he, he's just going to be the same type of manager. But well, I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I don't first think... game in charge, uh, you put Donny Van Der Beek starting in the squad. So, you know, yeah, but can I also just say, like, that can go either two ways yesterday. So... I did not expect McFred to start, but yet again, I still see McTominay in a United shirt. Um, and yeah, he started Van der Beek. And you can either say, that was brilliant. This is what I was saying this morning in the group chat. That was good from uh, his perspective for Donny, because he got a start. But my God, did he do absolutely nothing yesterday. So that's also not good. But then you can also look at it, which is what I think was going on, is I think he played Van der Beek to shore up shop a bit. So like he wanted to protect the midfield. I think I think Van der Beek offered more um, in terms of assuring that he could actually drop back and maybe not be as involved in the attack, although his positioning was very high and sometimes alongside Ronaldo. But I feel like, because yesterday there was a lot of chopping and changing in that front three. Ronaldo started on the left and Martial in the middle, but that wasn't yeah. on the team street. So, and then they interchanged. And I think Donny was part of that, but he was always um, linking up with Fred and McTominay and coming back whenever we needed to. And McTominay was dropping as a number six into the in the defence. So although we were playing two CDMs yesterday, he was dropping into uh, centre defence as well. But yeah, so Van der Beek didn't have a good game by the eye. But then as soon as Bruno comes on, you know, he obviously it changes the game. He gets an assist. He's three away from the most assists in the Champions League season. And then that's where the argument I don't like is 
why people have kept going on about Donny van der Beek is if he should start and it's like well <laughs> who's he going to displace in the team yeah but, is, it, um, is it a yeah. fact or that Donny van der Beek should start or that he should play because well, this is the thing I think yesterday he wasn't yeah. playing even though you know he wasn't starting but he yeah. wasn't playing at all well, this is why you could say maybe maybe the game plan yesterday, which is what I think it was, was to be compact and tight and in the last 15, 20 minutes, is get <coughs> sorry, <coughs> get Rashford on, get um, uh, Bruno on, and then stretch them. Because all of a sudden, you know, it, we're changing completely. And those players, like Mar Martial did a good job yesterday in um, helping Alex Tellers on the left-hand side and tracking back, which he doesn't normally do. And... and um, Ronaldo was a lot of the time the focal point. But yeah, you could say that in that sense, Carrick was actually really good because he had a game plan. Whereas in the games before, I don't necessarily think that Ollie's had a game plan. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. Yeah, and obviously uh, Sancho getting his first goal for you guys. Um, I didn't see that. the goal. Was it a good goal? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it, I think he was. Uh, determined to just smash it at the end i mean i'm so i'm so happy for him like because i kept saying on this podcast he does start start slow and i don't yeah. think it's been the uh and i think that was always the plan i think the plan was always to embed him in slowly and probably start him more in the champions league because that's where he's torn it up for dortmund and that's where he's earned his his name really yeah. um in the champions league so yeah no it was really good to sort of get that off his sh shoulders do you <laughs> see is that front three do you think of um, what was it, Rashford, uh, Martial, Ronaldo, and Sancho? Do you think that's his front three going forward? Or do you think Rashford comes in somewhere? No, I think I think Rashford comes in. Martial, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, for Martial. Martial, I like Martial, but it seems like when Martial is out of you know form or hasn't played in a while, yeah. which to be fair, yesterday our first half was bad. Like it was, it was bad. But then I think there were four or five players that hadn't played in in so many games, which mm. that isn't a disrespect to Oli either, because that was, he started Tellers because Shaw, Shaw had concussion, so that was an injury. Um, Van der Beek came in, um, and yeah, and I think a few others. So, yeah, Sancho started. So yeah, I mean, Martial, I can't see, nah. you know, claim it taking that place from uh, Rashford, but um, it was good to see as well. I guess Sancho is even starting going forward now, do you think? I think yeah, I think Sancho is nailed on for this weekend. I think it's great that he scored that goal ahead of Chelsea. Because yeah. it will give him um, a lot of confidence, I think. And if, if you're going to play Chelsea, I mean, a front three of Ronaldo, Rashford and Sancho is going to be scary to Chelsea, no matter. 100%. No matter what. So. Yeah. So it's Greenwood's injured, isn't he, I think, or something? Um, he had COVID last week, okay. so I think he should have recovered by now. But I'm, I don't know if there's like, I don't know if he's got long COVID or what. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we'll touch on, I guess, because we won't see you on Thursday. We'll touch on that Chelsea game a little bit. Um, how are you feeling with obviously, you know, seeing the game yesterday? <laughs> I know it's going to be, you know, it's always tough going to Chelsea. Is it at? It's at Chelsea. It's all yeah. So I mean, yeah. On how do you um, feel? Yeah, I mean Chelsea. Do you know what Chelsea are good? Like they 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 won four 0 yesterday, didn't they? They're looking good. The only thing I would say about them in the Prem though, I don't think they've reached like they're winning games by not playing particularly well. Yeah. So I think there is that chance tomorrow, um, uh, not tomorrow, uh, this weekend, that we do that we do get a result. But as well, <clears throat> you know, you'd always take a draw away from home at the, against these guys. 
Yeah. Um, I see. Well, but, I don't. My fantasy app shows that Ben Chilwell and Kai Havertz might not play. Oof. Um, Ooh, that's big. So don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't know if Lukaku will be back yet. But if Havertz, I think, I think he was on the bench. So. Oh, was he last night? Okay, so yeah, he'll probably be back then. I imagine. Yeah, uh, and he'll probably want to get one over on United for whatever reason. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But um, yeah, that should be a good game. But before we move on uh, from Man United, I just want to get us on the new manager. Obviously, there's been loads of names thrown around: Ten Hag, Pochettino, Zidane, Rogers. Um, what do you think? Obviously, Pochettino seems to be the most heavily linked, but they're waiting for some sort of buyout, I believe, PSG, and then like Zidane to sign with them. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So I think uh, Pochettino's, uh, to get him out of his contract now, is 10 mil. And in the summer, he's got a year left, and then it goes down to 5 mil. So I think there's, there's your massive clue as to why they said we're going to get an interim manager and then a permanent manager in the summer and it's so, just, uh, they want to spend five million yeah it's just to save to save money and yeah it's ridiculous they obviously believe in pochettino yeah exactly yeah. But, but not enough to, yeah um but so, i don't know it's it's a hard one i think this appointment i can see pochettino and I, i'm not like i'm not against yeah, it but i'm also not in love yeah. with it you know yeah, you're interim yeah. manager, or uh, well, the person oh, linked with being interim manager is Valverde, um, elder Barca boss. That'd be interesting. But who knows? If he does a decent job in the interim, you might sign him on a permanent. Maybe Vieira will get promoted. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, hey. I think uh, I think <laughs> the one I would like to see in there is Ten Hag. But there's the only way I would have Ten Hag is if he bought. Van der Sar with him and the rest of the hierarchy at Ajax, which would never happen. So Ten Hag, bro, if happen. Ten Hag leaves Ajax, Van der Sar is going to be their new manager. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um, what will happen. But Ten Hag could be cool. I still think you should guys should just go all in, try and get Graham Potter. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I would rather have Graham Potter in now and then have you know Carrick and McKenna work under him. I feel like there's philosophies there that can definitely be sort of translated and there's yeah. then there's that connection between the current team but the play style so there's already an idea of who might fit into his style but yeah I, I rate Park Rogers don't want to touch him with a barge pole no I can't way. believe how he's even got I mean it's baffling how he's even got his name in the hat for it I, I guess he must be leaking it how so. awfully Tim Pot Manchester United are right now but um well Leicester City are just they're okay they beat us but they've been dross ever since they uh yeah, they beat us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been they, they've not been great. They've been dragging uh, their heels. Yeah, yeah, they have. They they've been they've been getting up in games. Even against us, they went two 0 up, and we ended up just you know coming back in the second half and drawing two all. They've got nothing about them this year. Now they still do have a you know a laundry list of uh, injuries to uh, to key players, but um, as long yeah. as Vardy keeps scoring, Vardy will keep scoring. They, I don't what the point in signing Dats, uh, Pats and Dacker was. I do not understand that man has not seen the pitch in about. I should know. I've got, still got him in my fantasy team for some reason. But, well, so what do you um, think about the uh, the decision to keep on Carrick and Phelan and that? Basically, due to the fact that they signed new contracts like three weeks ago or something, and it's going to cost United <laughs> lot, ridiculous yeah. amounts to sack them, like millions of pounds to sack them, because they've literally well, only didn't, just signed mobby year deals. Yeah, I didn't think that uh, Carrick and McKenna had signed a deal yet, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. But um, yeah, the uh, the Phelan one I can slightly understand because uh, Phelan was on the backroom staff 
I don't get the impression this year that he kind of has been as much. Um, and with Carrick and McKenna, McKenna's been in the club, you know, um, with the under twenty ones, and I feel like I feel like there there is a reason why he's there. I still think it's, it's fine to have those two on board. As I said earlier, from what I've been I've read and you know hearing about, they do a lot more than what the papers have said like the past week. Like before we had the Watford game, there was all that talk about the coaches just being shit and not working and like they're not good enough. I don't I don't believe that is the case because you know like a couple of months ago they were, their praises were getting getting sung and just but only the Man United fans were kind of like reading and hearing about it. But but when the mainstream press wants to put that out then that's that's what you hear. I think I feel like they're there for a reason and I can actually see Poch working with them if we do get Pochettino. So yeah. um, I think the only issue they are going to have is if Carrick does do really well and then you've suddenly got to go back to not I'm not saying Carrick should get the job but let's say he does quite well he steadies the ship and then we get Pochettino in and then he kind of changes the methodology in the club or the, with the players and it doesn't quite start as well as it did with Carrick then there's going to be all that hoo-ha about well we should have just had that guy yeah, that would be as and when, yeah. and I suppose if uh, if the backroom staff stays. But it makes sense because if we do get this Valverde, then it makes sense, and he's only in on an interim basis. Only bringing one guy in interim is probably easier than bringing a whole, you know, yeah, backroom staff. Like Goose Hiddink, the goat of interim. Oh managers. God, yeah, that'd be sick. Oh, man. Yeah, Roy, comment. man. We've Just had a comment Roy Hodgson, from, uh, from the rap kid 001. <laughs> Yo, how's everyone doing? In the all comments, good, 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 good thanks, Ratty. How are you doing? The rap kid. The rap kid. I thought you were going to say um, get Roy Keane in, and I was like, yeah, yeah, not against that. <laughs> Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson, man, he knows how to win at Old Trafford. Is he available? Is he available? Um, I think so. Yeah. Although I, that job would kill him. Please do not. Take <laughs> you, uh, yeah. But, well, Final nail in the coffin. Yeah, but it's quite funny. Michael Carrick has almost turned into what Ollie was for Mourinho—a steady pair of hands that knows their clubs that can cut, that can come in and steady the ship while you look for a new manager. Carrick's at uh, the wheel. It would be kind of funny if you guys made the same sort of judgment call you did with Ollie and give Carrick the job after uh, after this season. If he beats PSG, he's definitely going to get the job. Uh, give it twenty years, and you'll be getting like. The, the scraping the barrel of people who played under Fergie, like it'll be Federico <laughs> Makeda and Bebe co-managing. Jemba Jemba. Was it the, the twins, Raphael? Um, what's it called? Fabio. Yeah, Fabio. Yeah. Fabio and Raphael, yeah. I love it. The twins. Yeah. But yeah, right. We'll 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 put you out your misery, Bards, and we will move on and and. Um, and yeah, we will talk about. Actually, what did you what did you think of that exit interview? I um well, it made me, re- I I um because I always thought I didn't think Ollie was a very good manager, but I did think at the time when you got it, I think he did a good job for the time. But he just his stay he overstayed his welcome, if you know what I mean. Or the <clears> or not, it wasn't his fault though. I feel like Man United really let him down. Like the club itself let him down. Um, they should have got rid of him this summer when you, you know, I think he took you as far. I think thinking that he would be able to make a title charge, I think was a bit of a mistake. Mm. But that that exit interview made me really think like, oh, this guy is obviously like, he loves the club and all this. He doesn't deserve all the, all the shit that he's been getting. I mean, he isn't a good manager. 
but it, this is not what's happened is not really his fault. I don't think. He's not a world class manager of any means. Huh? It's not. It's he not... wasn't on the apprentice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was bare. Uh, it was bare sad. I actually felt for him quite a little bit. But um, yeah, maybe he was just. Maybe he was putting it on. Maybe he was putting. <laughs> it on. I thought it was just interesting. Never seen a manager like do that, and with all the Steve Bruce thing. You know what he he said after he left, and then I don't know. Watching it as a fan, I was like, Ooh. I just I love the guy. You know. Yeah, of course. I mean, very, you can't, very. Yeah. I just thought, what a. Yeah, like. He knew after that one game that he was gone after, you know, yeah, 100%. fans and like, you know, said sorry and all that kind of thing. But Steve Bruce could be the next man in charge for you guys. How would you feel about that? Obviously, another United legend that, um, you know, Premier League experience in. in well, you know, you know in maybe, maybe he can teach Harry Maguire how to score because Steve Bruce does have or did record the most Premier League goals in a season for a defender. Try and teach I think he got 20. Harry should teach, yeah, should teach Harry Maguire how to defend first, maybe. Uh, uh, the um, yeah, the rap kid has asked us a question in relation to the United. Uh, what about Tabarez as Man United manager? Um, That's the question. Not a comment. No, don't really no idea. Imagine if they gave Jose uh, Jose uh, Jose Jose an exit interview. That would have been incredible. Yeah. Um, that would have been amazing. I would love to see an exit interview for Jose and Spurs. I mean, one um, of those football clips that yeah. would just go down in history. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, I don't. Yeah, um, he's the Uruguayan manager, isn't he? Uruguayan football manager. Yeah. Um, well, he's recent. He's only just like recently left. Um, you know what? That would be. That's not like a bad shout, but maybe for an interim basis. Um, I don't know anything about him. I but that's not there. a bad like it's it's left field, but it's not a, it's not a bad shout. I think I wouldn't be surprised because you often often see a lot of these managers that are interim come from sort of international football, um, and yeah, like do it and do a good job. To be fair, because you know they treat that time period as tournament football. Um, he's seventy four though. Yeah, well, oh, seventeen years. How old was Ferguson when he retired? Uh, what's that? How old was Ferguson when he retired? I don't know. Um, but right, so we'll move on from United now. We've talked enough so about that United. Was, 2013 he retired, yeah? Yeah, yeah he's he 79 have, now. He would have been 71. Oh, I mean, that's, that's mad, isn't it? That is kind of mad. Roy's like up there as 70-something as well. Um, he managed Uruguay for seven years. Uh, one Copper America, always qualified for FIFA except this year. According to the Uncle always qualified. I hope you can't get him in the manager then. Shit. <laughs> the rap kid. Shit. 74. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright. Alright. Liverpool. Mark. Liverpool. Right. You, beat, you beat Arsenal 4-0. You're, you're doing well. You're flying high. You're putting in a title yeah. challenge at the moment. It's um, it's looking good. Not unbeaten uh, though. Not unbeaten anymore. Uh, we give a good shot only with the one loss with Chelsea, you know, the best sort of defensive record in the was, league at the moment. It was a draw. It was um, West Ham that they lost to. West Ham we lost to. West Ham, yeah. Um, Three two. Maybe we we even beat West Ham. Praise game. We, we beat West Ham. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, the second both, to be fair. Yeah, it was a cagey, um, a cagey game in the first half. It looked like it could have. I mean, Liverpool had the pressure on and that kind of thing for a lot of it, but you know. Ramsdale's pulling out some wicked saves again. Oh um, my God, Jesus. 
Those um, saves, they could, it should have been like five three, but it was getting ones where it's like the, he didn't quite save the first shot. It rebounded straight to a Liverpool player, and then don't don't know how he must have teleported because then that hand was there to get the, the a deflection out, yeah, off off the sticks or whatever. But no, he did an incredible, incredible yeah. job. But then, but then the second half came. And yeah, the the floodgates opened. And I must say, I didn't really. <laughs> we've been sleeping on this guy, having a sneaky good season. But Sadio Mane is he back? I think it was a confidence. I don't think his ability dropped. Like the I last was... season was not a great. No, season. no. By, by beginning of this season, was wasn't standard. great. Yeah, and he but he's kicking on second in the second in the uh, goal scoring charts with seven. Um, and yeah, just he seems to. I don't know. Just seems to be more confident in the way he's playing. He's linking up with everyone much better. This um, I think goes back to like confidence, where he has such a long break in being able to score. Yeah. You'd watch uh, only at the beginning of the season, he was he was through on goal and then taking the shot way too early, or taking one too many touches, or running or cutting back and running into a defender. He just mm. like, instead of looking over his shoulder, seeing someone running in from behind. He wasn't he wasn't taking that second to have a quick look he was just panicking but yeah like you said he's he's now linking up with people he's in the right position he's making the right decisions and they're just finding finding the back of the net yeah i think also now that liverpool's defense is back to full health it allows them to not play midfielders in defense anymore so not only is their defense back to full health their midfield's back to full strength and obviously his service he's going to be getting positions he's going to be getting the balls and going to be more what he's used to Mm. Um, Especially with Trent's point. delivery yeah. right now, his his yeah. his. Oh, he didn't affect Salah. <laughs> no, but, but Mane, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, he's playing so much better, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Jota's playing well. So if I mean, I think it's inevitable that maybe you know one of I don't know is it inevitable that Mane leaves in the summer? It feels like it's been coming for a couple of years, doesn't it? Well, there's talks of him getting a new contract now. Yeah, um, a similar. A similar, it won't be as as to the quality of Salah's contract, I guess, or to the standard of Salah's yeah, contract. That, how's that going? Is that that's not that's is that I haven't heard, it's not signed yet. I haven't heard much. No, nothing's yeah. really. He, he, Liverpool are only offering him. Well, I say only three hundred k a week, which considering that makes him the most expensive player in history for Liverpool. Yeah, I know, but considering the amount of money that other other players are earning in the league and stuff like Jaden Sancho is earning yeah. three fifty a week. You're a bit yeah. like, if you want to keep a player like Salah, surely you should fork out a little bit more. Well, this is he he's probably or is already at being one of the best Liverpool players ever. Really. Yeah. His well, performance. I mean, he I needs mean, to do it do it for a bit longer. It's only been a I don't know, bro. I think that there's I don't know, I think there's an argument. What what I was gonna say my take was earlier, and I mean this could be a whole different podcast, but I think the way Salah's going, bro, I think he could end up as the best player the Premier League's ever had. I, you know, in I think then, there's a very strong argument that he is now, anyway. He's, he's one of the best. That's an insane statement. Yeah. But, mate. Are you joking? He's he broken off. He no, 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 no. I mean, I don't mean it. I don't mean it as in like that's wrong. Oh right, yeah. You no, are. No. I well, mean, it's it's an early thing. that's a crazy thing to say. That's a, it's a statement. Yeah. Well, I just think right now, I think there's no like you know if you if you, you said best right ever. Now, yeah. It might be the best right now. I think it could I think be the best player that's ever played in the Premier League. Yeah, but it could be the best player that's ever played in the Premier League. If you look at him, he had an off season last year and he was still banged over twenty goals. Off season, he got shot on for it. Yeah, and, and Liverpool it. had pretty much no 
defensive line that entire season as well. So we had to oh track. Oh my back god! I do. I think that there's a very valid argument. I know you know there's obviously a load of other players on Re and like you know I don't know you know other players that are up there as well. But I don't know. It's a solid argument, man. Solid argument. Yeah, yes, and I go. Yeah. The legend. Benteke. Lord Benteke. Uh, oh, it's a good one. I don't know why only Thierry Henry came to my head then, but yeah, I, kind of, I was oh, kind of glad I think... that he was the first name. <laughs> yeah. The rap, I think the rap, oh, yeah, rap yeah, kid, um, rap kid of agrees with you. Stats wise, he definitely can be. Yeah, I mean, just everything. Yeah, he definitely. I think he's in the conversation now for sure. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, I mean, yeah. he, he needs to sign whatever amount he wants because honestly, he's been, I mean, he's he's been better than Ronaldo's ever been in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> no, yeah, no, to be fair, to be fair, yeah, stat-wise, yeah, no. Don't get me wrong, I'm not even saying Ronaldo's even in the conversation because he was great at United, but he wasn't yeah, the player he was until he went to Madrid, yeah, you know, yeah. that's where he was. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm. But uh, you are quite interested. Oh, no, I can't go back to Man United. Sorry, we've got to keep on Liverpool. Otherwise, you know what I could do with Man United. We'd go forever. But um, <laughs> it was about Zidane, but I, I'm not going to go. But yeah, Mark. How you feeling, mate? Who's your next game? Oh, I did not see... Uh, why can't I... Well, we're playing tonight. At home. Oh, that doesn't matter. That's going to be a battering. Yeah. Um, how do you feel that in, not next week, but the week after, you go to Everton, and if you batter Everton, there's a very good chance that Rafa Benitez could be sacked? Oh, mate, that I, I was dreaming about it the other day. That it's got to happen. <laughs> like, that would be a fucking brilliant day. That's the day, but I'm off as well that day. It's the day oh, before no. Becky's birthday. So... Need to make her aware of that. I think he'll be sacked um, if he loses that. Bro, if he gets oh. battered, could you imagine the scenes, right? At Everton, they get battered four or five nil, and all the Liverpool fans there are chanting Benitez's name. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I would like to see that, actually. Especially on the run that they're on at the moment. They, if they lose to Brentford this weekend as well. And the fans have been against them since the start. So yeah, yeah. yeah. The ball and I mean, it would just be hilarious. Um, yeah, no, that would make my fucking day. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely, it'd be brilliant. Well, he's said, actually uh, just taking the opportunity to cement his Liverpool legend a bit further with this Edison job. He really has, yeah. The rap kid um, said, uh, the season they lost the Champions League, Salah was the closest thing uh, that we've had to a Messi after prime Neymar and maybe Hazard. I know, but how bad is it that you, how bad is it that you lost the Champions League with a prime, like, Messi or Neymar, you know? He won it already, though. So he won it. Won it recently. I just, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to ask you something about Klopp. Um, yeah, I don't. Neymar's never been. I mean, Neymar's one of the most overrated players ever. If we're going to really go into it, considering what he's done at PSG and all. Well, since he's been to PSG, I suppose actually at Barcelona he was absolutely outrageously good. Yeah, with Messi yeah he was playing with Messi as well. With so, Messi and like... and Iniesta, Xavi and Busquets and all yeah, that. Man, disgusting exactly. team, Jesus Christ. But um, but since his PSG days, like he's so overrated. Like um, playing, playing, in he's playing in a farmers league, though. Isn't he plays for him. Like you know. He... What? To go back to uh, that Everton Brentford thing you just brought up quickly, their record is identical. What? Yeah. Losses against each four, other. Four losses and one draw in the last five games. Oh, big game. Both of them. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is it like to not be undefeated yeah. in the last five games? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, who knows? If you asked me that not question feet. last week, I would have told you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Ollie. We, we can ignore it if you want and we can just 
you can just carry on. Yeah, just ignore the Liverpool result. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't count. <laughs> don't count. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, that game. Obviously, Ollie, we'll, we'll talk to you a bit. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk to Ollie a bit about oh, Arsenal. Do we have to? And we'll, talk, we'll continue on this game. Yeah. Ramsdale, obviously, is sort of like the knight in shining armor for Arsenal at the moment. Yeah. Uh, just in that guy, like. Definitely, he got a lot of criticism from a lot of people when he before he came, and I don't think it's necessarily about his ability more than the price that was put on his head. Um, but he's he's living up to the price at the moment. Obviously, he did concede four or whatever, but before that, he's been great and he still made a load of great saves. It could have been a hell of a lot worse if uh, Ramsdale didn't make a lot of those saves in that game. Um, I only watched the first half live. I've watched the uh, the highlights and stuff of the of the full game and stuff now. Um, the kicking off between Arteta and Klopp was quite funny. Made me laugh. I made the game. Yeah. That's reminded me of something I wanted to ask Mark. Why is Klopp such a fanny, bruv? Like, honestly. <laughs> he cares and he's, he's passionate and he's German. Well, he's rattled all the time, bruv. He's rattled by United because he was talking about United in that, you know, when he was asked about, you know, oh. oh, they're not in my head, they're not in my head. They are in your head, lad. At least he gets rattled and we win off more often than not. That's a fair point. I'd rather, like, the other way around is just embarrassing. Yeah, I can't really argue with that, to be honest. But he, I do like Klopp, I'm not going to lie. But he is fun to take the piss out of him. Um, he, he is a moaner, though, isn't it? Does that get annoying as a fan, like, for him to be constantly moaning every, like, most press Excuses. Conference? Yeah, excuses. I enjoy listening no, to it's perfect place. fit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark. No, I just I just enjoy listening to his voice rather than listening to what he says all the time. Sometimes he is just rambling and raffling. And I mean, he, asked, he got asked a question the other day: What does he think about the situation stepping into the, the Man United hole for a manager and you know having an impression or whatever? And he's like, "Oh, it didn't cross my mind for one minute." I'm like, "Probably did. Yeah, like, it definitely did. Like, hundred percent did." You can but, just answer that question honestly, and but it, he didn't want to admit he was being respect, United right, to another manager in that. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rapture said, uh, "Does uh, anyone remember when Klopp had that spat with Lampard?" Yeah, oh, yeah, that was good times. That was brilliant. I mean, Lampard had the spat with the bench as well, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Yeah, I mean, it's quite funny though. Klopp does. He is, you know, he had it with um, Sean Dyche. Um, he's had it with Arteta now. He's had it with Lampard. Um, mm. There must be some other people that I'm missing that he's had it out with. Pep, at some point, I'm sure, must they must have had a little yeah. thing. Although Pep, that would be quite funny seeing Pep in a scrap. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that was the, the... As much as that incident happened off the pitch between um, Arteta and Klopp, I think that did have quite, have quite a big impact on the game. Oh, yeah, it, it literally brought yeah. everyone yeah, up if, to a level of... If it was to happen at the Emirates, I don't think it would quite have the same effect because the fact that it happened at Anfield, it just spurred, obviously... The, 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 yeah, just proper spurred all the Liverpool fans on and stuff, made so much noise, and then I think pretty much from then on was... Slowly, well, slowly downhill in the first half um, from from sort of that moment, and in the second half, rapidly downhill. Um, but yeah, I think that was that was the point of the, the the key point in the game. I think that really made a difference. I did think that we we were sort of keeping sort of a, a foot on the ball for a long while. We were making good challenges, obviously Ramsdale keeping us in it and things like that. I don't think we were sort of bad, but as soon as that one goal went in, then obviously half time. Fairly promptly in the second half, um, Jota scored, made it 2 0. And I think, yeah, that was just sort of it. It looked like our defence just sort of crumbled after that. Um, I only watched the highlights of the second half, but from what I saw, it was basically just our back line was all over the place. We didn't look like 
we didn't look good at all, really. Um, but like I said, just before we sort of started the podcast, saying to you guys up, not hugely disappointed with the result. It is against Liverpool at the end of the day. And if we were to, if this result was to have happened at the beginning of the season, no one would have questioned it because it's just because obviously we've been on a bit of a run at the moment of a sort of the unbeaten run that we had that obviously now people have given Arsenal a bit more stick for it but I understand yeah before Neil Battering's not good either way glad that we've got the Newcastle result to hopefully get a sort of result back and uh, and sort of got that game coming up so we can uh, yeah get a decent result but I'm not hugely disappointed to be fair I wasn't yeah. expecting much but yeah the only thing I think you could be that you could be Fairly slightly uh, disappointed with is it? I think the drop off from the first to second half, the performance, mm. it, it was just, it was, you know, visible. Like even just the sloppiness, you know, Tavares, the ball that he gave away to Jota was just, that's just, you can't yeah. do that. That is awful. Um, the, the midfield, the Conga looked a bit lost. Emil Smith Rowe and Saka looked like, I know they're obviously they're doing a lot of defending at this point, yeah. but they looked a bit lost. Like all, all four of those players that you've just mentioned are 23 or younger. They're all kids. 100%, 100%. They're all kids at the end of the day. And you put, you're playing against a very good and experienced Liverpool side that have obviously won the Premier League recently, won the Champions League recently, obviously within the last couple of years. It's, but it is what it is at the end of the day. I'm not as I said, I'm not going to be massively disappointed. It kind of just shows the, la- the lack of experience that they've got and sort of that they are young guys and they're going to be adapting and learning as they go. And so you, it was bound to happen at some point. I'm glad it was a 4 0 against Liverpool rather than losing 1 0 against Newcastle or something next week. And it's, it's you can justify result. it against Liverpool. Exactly, that sort it's of much thing. Easier. So. Um, yeah, as I say, it sucks that we lost 4-0. I'd rather we've only lost by one. I'd rather not lose at all, really. But it is what it is at the end of the day. I'm mm. not going to dwell on it. Hopefully, as I say, we can bounce back with the Newcastle game. And then we've got United after that. So, who knows? Three points, boy. Fingers crossed. I'm dreading that game. <laughs> yeah, you got, well, you've I got wanted you guys to keep Ole for another couple of weeks, but... Oh, our run fucking tough, man. Like, <laughs> bro, what a run of games you've got coming up now. You've got Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, and then Palace at home. I mean, that, yeah, but you could say that's extended from when it started when we had, I think it was Everton, Liverpool, then international break, then City, Watford, Chelsea, you've, Arsenal. Like, that's a I horrible mean, run. In. You've got a good few games. At- the hardest start of any team in the Premier League. So, I, you know, I understand where you're coming from here. We've, uh, you guys have got a, a, quite a few decent sort of uh, games coming up after that, though. <clears throat> You're playing young boys, which obviously the Champions League should be fine. You've already qualified anyway, haven't you? Um, yeah. Totally, and then totally uh, Norwich, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley, like your next five. So it's not that bad, really, all things considering. You can definitely scoop up, up a lot of points and definitely get some momentum going after the, those couple of games, I think. Um, it's just you obviously got to get through the next few I think we just steamroll the Chelsea this weekend and then go into Arsenal thinking smash up these young boys I've got and then beat young boys you never know you never know Reese James is probably going to get a hat trick or something that's a game that <laughs> I, probably, I, I just there's no chance I'm betting on that Man United Arsenal game that is just you no, never we don't, that, don't that game, that is, yeah you never know what's going to happen with either team in that one um we have had a quick uh, question by the Rap Kid again. What signings do you think Arsenal should be looking for in January? I guess start with what position to fill, maybe? Defensive um, midfielder still. Yeah, a defensive midfielder so, yeah. and probably a striker. striker. 
Those are the two main ones. Um, that's is that, is that because Lacazette's going? Or? Well, that's the thing. Apparently, we're now looking to offer him another contract um, in January. But for me, I think we should just, yeah, let him go. Like He's, he's going to go for free regardless. Like I'd rather let him go for free than sign him on for another couple of years. And then it kind of just be like, mm, what was the point? Like, if you're going to play him as a centre forward as well, why don't you just not and then give that spot to the the kid that you just gave the number 10 shirt to who yeah. played like an attacking midfielder centre forward? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, yeah, CDM, I think. Like, Partey's good, but he's, he can be a little bit inconsistent. He's had a fair few injuries. Lokonga, very young. As I say, Xhaka, extremely unreliable. And since one, he's been injured quite a few times this season, or for a long while this so far this season. Two, he's just... He would just can turn a game on its head in not a good yeah. way at all. He would just make a stupid rash challenge, get himself sent off or something. And he's because he is a quite an influential player, I think, for the Arsenal team and in the, in the Arsenal dressing room and stuff. He can throw a bit of a wobbly as well and throw his toys at the pram, which I think does have an impact on the sort of the mentality um, for Arsenal. But yeah, um, idea CDM and a striker. Annoyed him when Shaka did so well at the bloody Euros. Yeah, well, pissed me off. Off into a new contract. Did he get a new contract after that? He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nicholas Pepe. Obviously, there's been some talks in there. Trent January. Nicholas Pepe going out rather than. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh my I've god, I forgot this, about him. I've said this for a little while. I think we need to just cash in on him, get as much money back as we can. He's clearly not really working for us. I'd rather play these youngsters. What does he go than for? Pepe. They realistically go for 40. Yeah, I'd be oh. happy with anywhere between uh, 35 plus. You'd be lucky. Well, I mean, I think anything of uh, 30 mil would be a bit like, didn't you pay like 70 something for him? We paid 72 for him. I wouldn't send him to Juve on loan with an obligation to buy in like two years. Yes, I think we just send him over there. Either like. flog him to Newcastle, who are going to pay an arm and a leg just because they want some sort of name on their. Uh, very good idea. Yeah, or send him at the Premier League so we can just get anything for him. Um, Newcastle but, shout out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember when you told me, obviously, Palace were linked as well. Uh, it's just definitely down to the fact that we have Vieira as our manager. We'll be linked to every single Arsenal player that is uh, yeah. on the uh, on the transfer list as well, which is fine, I guess. But, we'll but that's the thing. Well, I think with Pepe, uh, there's no chance you guys would buy him, I don't think. I think you guys, I think if you guys were to take him, it would be on loan. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't think you will. It'd be kind of interesting. I don't know. Maybe if you were paying all his wages, I'd take him as well. I'd take him on loan for, for the rest of the year if you oh, were yeah, paying. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you take him if we're going to pay all his wages? He's just a free player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to pay him a fucking cent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, the rap kid said, I think Arsenal need a left winger so Alba can uh, play CF in the forward. Um, Definitely needs to be central. I agree with that. Yeah, well, I think we've got a number of players that can play sort of left on the left, really. Saka, um, Emil Smith Rowe can play there. Probably um, Odegaard can play there, although he's not been starting Bamian's loads of getting us. a bit on, isn't he? Yeah, he's been his third. He's getting now, on a bit, though. But he's, um, yeah, I, I think we, we, it's going to be either Laka or Uber that goes either in Jan or uh, in summer, and most likely Laka, I think. Um, so, yeah. I think with Uber being captain and that, I don't think they'll want to sort of get rid of 
sort of at the moment. But I think they're both pretty much on a par at the moment. I don't think Uber's been particularly impressive, but I don't think neither. I don't think Laka has either. So um, yeah, I just I'd like to see a new centre forward come in. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah, be interesting. I know I've saw you in for Fahalovic, was it from Fiorentina? Oh, there's been a lot yeah. around him. That would be quite. In- that would be very interesting. I mean, it'd be a great signing if you can get him um, mm. and at a discount because he's out of contract, I think, soon, isn't he? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. there's there's a, a number of players. Um, who was it? Um, Italian player that was played in Euros. Um, oh yes. Uh huh. Bellotti. Yes, that's it. I was going to say yeah. Bonucci, but not Bonucci. Yeah. I think Berardi you were linked to as well for a little while. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And basically just any Italian t- uh, player, because uh, Thingy as well, who's just gone to Inter, what's his face, from uh, part, um, Thingy, Sassuolo. The oh, Lock- um, Locatelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you were linked to that. would have been a cool signing. Yeah, That's we were linked with him during the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. The Rack has said, why do they play Uber on the wings then? Um, I think because he's because he can. <laughs> he can do both, really. Um, he's been playing central the last few games, though, hasn't he? Like, like last couple of games. He's been uh, I think so, yeah. Right. I think he, he's a bit... He's played on the left before. He's played... He can play up, up top. He's a bit more dynamic compared to Lacazette. Lacazette basically just plays through the middle. And that's it, really. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Arteta probably wants to play them both, but doesn't want to play something other than a one-stragger formation. Yeah, um, so he's that four-four-one-one, which is fair enough. Yeah. For him. Um, yeah. Obviously, Arsenal have pretty much. Well, I think the youngest um, starting eleven in the uh, Premier League at the moment. Jesus. Um, yeah. A lot of very, very young players. Yeah. Well, think about Ramsdale, twenty-three. I think he's not very old. Uh, Gabriel is mid-twenties. I think Ben White's twenty. Two or uh, in his early twenties, anyway. Um, Tavares is um, Tommy Asu's turn, just turned twenty three, I think. Emil Smith Rowe, Saka, Odegaard. They're all really they're basically in their early to mid twenties. They're all extremely young players that don't have huge amounts of experience. So um, hopefully, in the future, it will pay off. And this is all part of the whole the long rebuild, I think, for for Arsenal. Trust the process. Exactly. Start, I think this process. is the start of the upward curve of the. A lot of times. Yeah, it's in a better spot than like the squad Wenger left you with, for sure. Mm. You, you think of some of the players in the last few years of, of the Wenger era, and it's yeah. pretty grim reading. If you aren't yeah. Arsenal fans, you're like, yeah. 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 Did you rue a centre back? <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. What yeah. A Walcott, obviously. Yeah. When I think of late Arsenal under Wenger, I think of that blue away shirt with the jaggeds. Yeah. When bridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. the 8-2 eight, eight kit, wasn't it? That was the 8-2 kit, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah Remember that game, Ollie? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> After what was... To be fair, guys, what was quite an exciting weekend of football. You look at these like lineups: Arsenal, Man- Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham, Leeds, Man City, Everton. You know, uh, Leicester, Chelsea, um, Wolves, West Ham. They're all quite a lot of attacking teams uh, going against each other. You think there'd be a lot of goals? One game that you wouldn't have think, wouldn't have thought would bring a lot of goals is Burnley Crystal Palace was three all six goal thriller. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen the game, but it was a very uh, well, I just neither team wanted to defend, basically. 
Um, two, two teams that have like famously pretty stubborn, hard defences to break down. Both just said, fuck it, whatever. Throw it to the wind. We're just going to go out there and bag some goals. Um, yeah, it was not, not a bad result. I mean, I'm quite, you know, I, I didn't see the game, but, you know, seeing the 3-3 result coming, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, what has happened here? But uh, I don't know what it is about Burnley, man. They just turn into a world-class team whenever we play them. They smacked us up 3-1 last year. And Lo Lo Matt Lowton or whatever, isn't Lowton? Lowton. Is that scored an absolute banger against us. And then Maxwell Corday scored an absolute banger against us this, uh, this game. Did you guys see that goal? Yeah, great goal. I said, oh, to, I said to you, Alf, just before we started the podcast about this game, I said that was pretty much the only goal that I really thought was a great goal in that out of the six yeah, that we had done. So harsh on Benteke. Oh, he's not harsh against Benteke, really. I think the, oh, goal, the second goal, though. That, Anderson, that ball from yeah, Anderson. Over I'm not talking about the build-up play. I'm talking about the goal. But that was part of the goal. Yeah, no, yeah, but I'm not. I'm just talking about the fact that he basically, by the time it got to Gallagher, Gallagher passed it across the box. Not a sweaty goal, but it was basically a pass across the box. He didn't. All he had to do was slot it past the keeper at that point. And oh, it worked out well. Allow him, bro. Yeah, I know. I, 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 <laughs> I said to you him. earlier, he's getting better. He's definitely getting better, and he's he's becoming more clinical. But I didn't think that most of the goals were actually that impressive. Oh, I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you. I just don't. I just think you're being very harsh on that second goal because to only count the finish is a bit of a. I don't know. That's not the goal. I know that is the goal, but you know yeah, what but, I mean. Yeah, but I, I'm judging. Like all, team goal. I'm judging all six of those goals on just basically the finish and, and the goal itself, not the build-up play. Right. Uh, uh, all right. Fair enough. Then. But, yeah. um, is it like saying, "Oh, Ronaldo's got 15 goals"? Oh, but they're all tap-ins. So oh, he's got 15 goals, though. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, but they're all tap-ins. Yeah. He's still got yeah. 15 goals. He's won every Man United match this year this season. Allow. <laughs> Allow him. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah. I was just looking at that Palace game. It was yeah. that six goals in fifty minutes. Yeah. Fuck it out. Yeah, yeah. And then was, nothing yeah. happened for the rest of the game. Uh, do you know what I've noticed about Burnley as well? They've got this trend of like at the right at the end of the game, whoever it is that gets the ball just fucking hoofs it up the field, and somehow they have a player get onside and through on goal. And luckily, for, you know, it happened last. It happened um, against Chelsea last last uh, the week before, and it nearly happened to us this season uh, again with Vidra again. But uh, Gaeta managed to uh, managed to save it. Burnley, like they don't actually play as horrible football as everyone makes them out to makes them out to be. From what I've seen, I mean, Cornet's managed to change them completely, just on his own. Um, Cornet United. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the rap kid has um, brought up a nice little point. Uh, he's had a few. He was he was talking. I didn't realise he's commented a couple of times. So apologies. Something about Syria. He watches Syria. Um, he did say. A, uh, I believe he's an Inter fan. Oh, nice. Um, he said, "Will you guys be doing a watch along with the Man City game that starts in an hour?" Um, we haven't planned for that. We but, will not be. This but time. that's not if a terrible. If that's something that you'd be interested in seeing, I'm sure we can sort something out for future games. Do a little watch. Because I guess. Okay, so we, do we watch streams for Champions League? I don't know. No, we will oh, watch it legally. We'll um, watch it legally yeah. on BT Sport. Yeah, exactly. I meant stream it legally. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Legally. Like, yeah, you don't watch it on TV. You watch it on no. your... Legally. Cut that, cut that. Legally. Cut that, cut that. Legally. Well, I could always so, stream it in the Discord for those that don't that's have That's what it, I was about to say. Put it stream it in the Discord. Allegedly, people might do that. Allegedly. We could just 
sort of have a screen on because obviously we don't have the rights to show the football we could have the screen on like we could have the game we could be watching it in the garden sort of we've t set the screen up and we could just recreate the important bits that happen in the game us lot quick idea that's <laughs> quick <Jesus laughs> <Christ>. idea <laughs> yeah well uh, we're gonna get a goal and a, and a ball oh, and every thing that happens we'll just try and recreate it Someone yeah. on a ladder holding the camera up. At that. Highlights without rights. You could do that during the Saturday three o'clock games. <laughs> like, I've laid them on yeah. social media, but like, this was basically the goal. But we wouldn't be able to watch those, Harry. Because they're not shown in England, are they? No, well, you know, well, we would obviously gain, gain permission to, to view them specifically. Of course, but... of course, of course, of course, of course. But, um, oh, well, how yeah. do we get here? Uh, we're um, talking about the watch-along comment from uh, the rap kit. Oh, yeah. yeah, if that's something you are interested in, we can... We can sort something out at some point it would it would have to be like a we can't post it we just watch it on twitch and that's it it doesn't go anywhere else but we can't yeah. actually show the game like we'll just be us watching the game and we'll talk about stuff that's going on in the game we can just talk about football stuff anyway i, I don't i don't know because no, people, stream... people do loads of watch alongs with yeah but we yeah. can't show the actual football game no but we, 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 watch along we would be like, the, uh... I, have, I have a screen on in mine. Oh, right. really? I, I and you have your own screen, you watch yeah. at the same time. You know, I know, uh, if people have all the there's news and stuff around them with the score and like the people. And that. Yeah. Oh, would yeah, be, yeah. Right? Find like a place that had like a load of TVs on that we could just go there and, and film. But I mean, <laughs> we have to pay some less money. Yeah. Um, oh, I think yeah, the but... other the other week when me, you, yeah, Alf, and you, Mark, um, sat there and we all watched the, was it the Palace game, I think, together. But we're all just yeah. chatting on Discord at the time anyway. So that was kind of like a uh, a watch along just without actually yeah, streaming it. Yeah, but... only problems is because uh, we're all in different time zones. We'll uh, see it at different times. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you know I mean. Um... <laughs> but yeah. yeah football stuff i mean there's not really i mean man city beat everton 3-0 everton looked absolutely dreadful yeah uh, great goal from rodri great goal from rodri great goal from rodri is it is it fathomable that everton could be a relegation candidate this season if they continue this slope no that happened be brilliant i think there's so many just too many bad teams for that yeah. so many there's so much dross in the league it's actually outrageous yeah. um like outside that top four it, the, the significant like outside Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, and West Ham. Uh, maybe. And <clears throat> huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I didn't hear yeah, anyone disagreeing, so that's fine. And this is Ollie's four. last episode of the Perspectives podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be purely behind the scenes from now on. Um, yeah. Apart from that, it just the significant. The drop off is crazy, isn't it? Like. Just the, the stand, like it's mad, but I mean, it's good for us. Hopefully, that means that we can just do whatever and not go down. Um, you are sitting comfortably mid table, to be fair. Palace. In Europe's top five leagues. To be fair, you're so, only three points off 16th. Yeah, but we are also only uh, four points off fifth. Fair. Yeah, uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And we, yeah, we've got Villa next at home. Makes me, I'm a little bit worried about this. Because obviously, you know, they beat... I didn't see the game against Brighton, but they did manage to, you know, win 3-0 against Brighton. Um, evidently looking a lot better, playing a 4-3-3 rather than, you know, whatever Dean uh, Dean Smith fancied on the day. They seem to just switch up formation every time they play the game. Well, nothing uh, happened until 84, 85 minutes in. Yeah. It was all Brighton until that point as well. Yeah, it just makes me a little bit worried, man. I don't know what to think about this Villa team. I'm happy it's a Sellers Park, because that makes me... that You know, that gives me... A, a little bit more security but 
I don't know. We should get three points, hopefully, from this Yeah, game. it's going to be interesting what Gerard can do with the Villa team. Because, I mean, I was surprised that they even sacked Dean Smith. Um, yeah, I'm sad. And, but they made some great signings. Well, on paper, they made some great signings in the, in the summer. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we know, like we know Buendia and that, and is a good player. We know that we've seen, yeah. we've seen it before. He's just, you know, I don't know what's happening to him at the moment. He's just taking a little bit more time to get back into things. We know Danny Ings is a great player, um, but he's taking a little bit more time. Who else did they sign? Leon Bailey. We've seen. Well, I know it's the Bundesliga, so you have to take it with a pinch of salt. We've seen so many Bundesliga players come over here and and not succeed. But, um, but, but Rama, look at him last year. He didn't necessarily hit the ground running, but this season he's been terrific. And Jared Bowen, again, another player that last season oh, yeah, was yeah. down this season, bloody fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, Liverpool have yeah. been linked with uh, Bowen a few times. So They have, they have. I, I don't don't see that happening personally. Nice to uh, see uh, Dean Smith get some revenge on Southampton, though. Because obviously he lost yeah. with Villa against them one week and then uh, New, uh, Norwich boss the next week and beats them 2-1. So, yeah. uh, been, I don't know how many times that's happened, but how, there's surely not many managers have changed team and lost to the same team in consecutive weeks. Yeah, I think that would have been the, one of the first, if not the first, time that's ever happened. Surely, but um, but yeah, just looking at the table, Chelsea still top with you know three points clear at the top. Do we? I don't know. It's hard to tell because it is basically Man City, Chelsea, or Liverpool, right? Yeah, I think they've seen it for the Premier League. Or West Ham. Jesus, they're fourth. No, two, man, points, like, two points behind us. Oh, you know what? I'll respect West Ham. I'll respect West Ham and we'll put them in the conversation as well. Because yeah, they are in the top four. Arsenal in there as well. We're only three points touch. behind them. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep doing it. Uh, you know, we've got to put Palace in there as well. We're only four points behind Arsenal. Oh, no, no. If you three or less, that's, that's what counts. If you're looking at the last... That boys deduction would have been right there. If you're looking at the last five games, though, West Ham have had the same performance as City. 1-5, lost one. Sorry, 1-4, yeah. lost one. And then West Ham have also 1-4, lost one. Oh, you've only won three, drawn one, and lost one, Mark. Liverpool shit, we've, got, we've got the same as uh, Liverpool at the moment in our last five games. 1-3, drawn one, lost one. Yeah, but we're five points ahead of you, so... Well, yeah, right, we're, tw we're 12 games <laughs> in, Mark. 12 games yeah. in, you never know. That's a lot, that's quite a lot of games. Yeah, that's, that's that yeah, yeah. getting up there. Should we, should we do a quick fantasy review before we move oh, on? Before we finish yeah, up? The today? I think we do. I think we should. I think we. I do want to clear up something before we do this. Are you guys fucking playing or not? No. <laughs> I'm playing on my own at this point, and it's getting boring. Oh no, man, I'm coming. I'm coming up. There. Nine points behind I me. Wish I'm nine points behind me. I have had an absolute run of things. No, I'm angry. The slides. Slice yeah, I was going to say, gonna just be... be humble right now, Alf, because it's happened to all of us. No, no, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. I have no regrets about enjoying being top while I, while I did. It's yeah. over now. I'm not going to get it again, and I'm glad I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my one week. I've got Georgian average as my next two games. So, you know, hopefully, there's definitely potential to pick up six points Ooh, out of that. It's me and Ollie next. No, oh, fuck it, man. Yeah, all right, I'm going to go. Ollie, do you want to go? Have you got it up, or should um, I just go through? Yeah, I'll get it up. You go, 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 go. Right. So, so yeah, another, another week, another, another week, top of the league. <laughs> oh. week, so I brought in, last week I brought in... That's uh, from yeah. up there, mate. Speak <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> last week I brought in um, Dennis from, where's he from, Watford. Could be 14 points, put him on a bench. I think this is the uh -huh. first time that City have kept a clean sheet and I've not won. 
Oh. But uh, probably because um, Diaz didn't play. Oh, yeah. Grealish didn't play. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, let's go with the results from last week. Uh, average 44, uh, 420 base 31. Skip over that one. Um, <laughs> Alps Gay Pride um, that beats Jacobs. Yeah, got Scooby FC 59 to 56. Very close oh one there. Oh my god. Um, Harry Smelly Alley unfortunately lost to George's Arsenal 29 to 53. When did George get a good team? I don't know. He doesn't. Last week. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just that Harry's team did badly. Uh, more than anything. Harry got a horrible downslide. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So Rudiger was the only person who did anything at the weekend. Yeah, true. Yeah, he got a goal for you, didn't he? Um, and then Mark's Crouch Potato beat Charles Daniel Gregory 44-38. to So that has left the table looking like this. Uh, in eighth, George's Arsenal on 15 points. Seventh, me, <laughs> uh, on also on 15 points, but on higher overall points. Jacob, sixth, also on 15, but with one point more than me overall. So uh, that sucks. Uh, average is in fifth right now, killing it. Uh, on eight, Drawing on 18 points with the next three people above him as well. Uh, which is, well I say him, we don't know. I'm not going to make assumptions, it's 2021 on that. So, uh, um, Harry Smelly Alley on 18. Charlie's Daniel Gregory somehow still in third on uh, on 18. Mark's Crouch Potato making a revival up into second on 18. And then um, some other person on 27. But we Say it properly. Um, Say it properly. Uh, <laughs> On uh, 27 points, so yeah. I'll do uh, a nice three three wins, uh, three weeks ahead of everyone else at the moment, basically. Um, but don't worry, it will come. It's happened to all of us. Um, I, do. I might do. I've got a couple injuries this week, so George could definitely... But my, my lead is basically down to the fact that I've got Reese James, Ben Chilwell and Cancelo in my team. Yep. Those three the assist kings. Every single week. Yeah, um, yeah. and Alisson doesn't hurt yeah, Cancelo's just assisting every other get well, every game at the moment. Yeah, Rhys James is, is assisting and scoring. Um, ben Chilwell was scoring a few goals um, in a row and is now assisting. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, uh, yes. I've had like Bruno Fernandez has done nothing for me since game week one, where he got twenty points. He's done literally nothing hey. for me since then, and I've just managed it. Basically, those three have. Yeah, kept me in the lead basically. Yeah, you've got um, Wilson, um, Jesus, and Dakar as a, as a like a, a front three, but Dakar doesn't play for you. Wilson's or... actually, actually pretty good. His 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 goal. I think he's got like four or five goals just so far this season. Yeah, which is yeah. Not, not too. Bad. But he's been injured a lot. It's, but, yeah, it's uh, Newcastle. Pretty good. But, but um, um, yeah, fixtures for this week: uh, myself versus Mark. We've got ooh, Charlie Stanley Gregory versus uh, Harry's Smelly Alley. Oh, a bigger game. George's Arsenal versus Alfscape Pride. Really and then uh, Jacobs ain't got a Scooby FC versus Average. So I'm hoping that Average can do Jacob in, really. Um, but then at the same time, I don't really hope he doesn't. So I hope they draw. I hope that's the first draw of the season. Because that would be we'll better see, um, for me. Is there a forfeit for finishing below Average? No. There's no, a forfeit for finishing no. last. Alf, should we make a forfeit? Oh, God. Really uh, finishing below average. Um, I don't as, know if that's fair. As admin, no. Bard, you're in next season, aren't you? I'll be in it next season. Yeah, exactly. So Bards will be taking average's spot. So it'll only be this one year that we're doing the average thing. So maybe we don't. But what did we say coming bottom does? I've forgotten. 
Yeah, I was supposed to be in it, wasn't I? But yeah. I clashed or something. Yeah, yeah, no, that's all right. You, you, you are average. Oh, you could decide the punishment. Oh, for... <laughs> average is doing a bang up job compared to what my fantasy team's doing oh my on my personal one. Like me. Even you last year as well. You could get off the bottom until the very end. The very last game <laughs> week. That. Yeah, the great escape. The great oh, escape. Yeah. oh you my knocked, god! You, who did you knock into last? Me. Literally the guy. It was Alfie. Alfie. Me. I came last last year. Oh, you literally last week you knocked him down there. I stopped playing. Yeah. I think most of us, apart from Mark, stopped. But Mark and Bard stopped playing about three months before the end of the season. So and then I still managed to come second, to I think, or third. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. Bard next year. Um, doing the draft, hopefully. Um, hopefully at Bards' place, you never know. Oh, that'd be good. We, oh, we could do a live one. Do a whole setup. Balls in a, a live action. Balls in a, pot, in a pot, yeah. A live action one. That'd be good. Go to Roots Hall as well while we're there. Oh, mate, yeah, trip to Roots Hall, yeah. Might be knocked down by then. We'll have a little barbecue, make a date, make a little weekend of it or something. We'll go to the Adventure Wonderland. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't been in there in years. <laughs> Good times. On that lovely note, we'll wrap up the podcast. Thank yes. you, everybody, for uh, for being here today. It's um, we can't leave it too long till we do a full house podcast again. It was very fun. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll have you boy back again soon. Uh, thanks everyone for watching. You know what the drill is. Follow us. Watch us. Follow. Shout out to the rap kid. He is. Um, yeah, he's definitely up there in the. He, he could make a claim for the number one Footy Fetish podcast fan. He uh, could, I think so. Yeah. He could, right, he's definitely for nominated it. for the uh, Footy Fetish Awards this year for number one oh, fan. The Hubmeister's yeah. been slipping recently. He was only there for the one week, I think. One or two. He's been sleeping at the wheel. Yes. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for watching. You know, uh, where was I? You know the drill. You know the drill. What? Follow us, like us, subscribe to us. You know, we're you know we're all above basically. Just look, just look yeah, above us. Right there. Right there. Above, right there, and you'll and see all of if our. If you things. can't, if you're not watching, it's Footy Fetish or Footy Fetish Podcast or Footy Fetish Pod. Just type in Footy Fetish Podcast, and you might see it. That lovely hoodie. And if you want one of them hoodies, let us know. You can have. Well, you have to. You know, you have to give us money for it, but you can. Have <laughs> you can have. Uh, you can purchase yeah. them. Look, why would you not want to buy it? You look yeah. as sexy as Harry. Right work now. it, work it. Ooh, and the yeah. hood. Oh, oh, lost oh, the headphones. Wow. It's all right. Uh, oh yeah. You can look that good. Is there? Is it just black? Or is there any other colours they can have? Uh, it is compatible with any colour they want. Basically, any colour you want. But black is seems to be the uh, the one that we've all gone for at the moment. I don't want a tie dye one. Get one. Oh, see if we can sort that out. Tie dye hoodie. I kind of want a tie dye one, but um, but yeah, sweet. Everyone, we'll uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, tomorrow. We'll see you. Uh, people will see you tomorrow. Sick. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. I guess this is coming out tomorrow, is it? This um, one. Coming. Yeah, should be. Yeah. There. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for boys for being here, and we will see you again tomorrow. Bye. Bye.